Herb and Lorna, Chapter 5, continues. The moment when Lorna opened the door was not one of those moments in which her elusive beauty shone. So Herb wasn't dumbfounded at the sight of her. He didn't stand there on the porch transfixed with his hand to his hat, his mouth hanging open. It wasn't love at first sight. When Lorna opened the door, Herb saw a young woman with a nice enough figure, a pleasant smile, and dark hair. She looked to him like a good prospect for books. Lorna saw a neat young man with a salesman's case. He looked to her like a good prospect for a little diversion on a rainy night. Good evening, Herb said. He removed his hat and smiled. Lorna put on a look of exaggerated surprise. You must be fond of rain, she said, if you think this is a good evening. She returned his smile. She was looking forward to watching this neat young man try to persuade her father to buy whatever it was he was selling. I guess you're right, said Herb. Not only rain, but wind and cold, too. He chuckled. He liked her. He liked the pert and sassy way she spoke to him. He put his hat back on, stood again as he'd been standing when she opened the door, took his hat off again as he'd taken it off before, gave a shiver, and said, frowning, Nasty evening. What are you selling? Lorna asked. She leaned against the door frame, and that's when it happened. Her beauty shone, and it intoxicated her, befuddled, and delighted him. What are you selling? Lorna asked again. Flabbergasted, Herb looked at his case. It was on the porch at his feet. He remembered that he was selling something and that he had samples of it in that case, but he couldn't for the life of him remember what it was. I, you, you're, he said and stopped. He couldn't make himself say, you're beautiful. And he felt foolish for having begun. Yes, asked Lorna. She knew what had happened. She had seen it happen before. She always enjoyed it. She was enjoying this young man, too. She liked the way he looked. She suspected that he was as straightforward and friendly as he appeared, that he wasn't just putting on a salesman's front. She also liked the way she could rattle him with a quick question. Herb stooped to open the case at his feet and find out what he was selling. With the act of stooping, when he was bent over with his eyes off Lorna, his memory returned. He took a deep breath got a grip on himself. He grasped the handle of the case, straightened up, and to his surprise, laughed at himself for having been so rattled. 
he said, smiling broadly, books. He risked looking at Lorna again. He was surprised, puzzled, disappointed, and so unsettling had the experience been, a little relieved to find that the befuddling beauty he'd seen before had disappeared. Had he fooled himself into thinking he'd seen it? Had it been only a trick of the gray light, a soft shadow that fell on her face in a certain way that would never be duplicated? Do you have Ben-Hur? asked Lorna. She'd been wanting to read Ben-Hur for some time. One of the girls at the mill had promised to trade her copy for Lorna's copy of The Life Everlasting, but the girl was an extraordinarily slow reader, and Lorna had begun to despair of her ever finishing the book. <laughs> well, no, said Herb, I don't think I do have that one. I saw the moving picture, said Lorna. Did you? No, said Herb, I... Lorna, my great-grandfather Huber called from the living room. Who is that you're talking to? Lorna leaned toward Herb put her hand on his arm and dropped her voice. What's your name? She asked. She was inviting him to join her in a conspiracy, a conspiracy of the young, of children against parents. Herb would have told her his name at once, but he saw again the beauty that he'd seen a moment earlier, and again he was befuddled by it. Lorna poked him. What does your mother say when she wants you to come to dinner? She asked. <laughs> she says, supper's ready, Herb. That's nice, said Lorna. She smiled. Supper's ready, Herb. You know what? What? asked Herb. I'll bet your name is Herb, said Lorna. Yes, said Herb. Herb. Herb Piper. It's Herb Piper, father, called Lorna. She spoke as if Herb Piper were someone her father had known for years, perhaps a boy she had gone to school with, and so convincing was her tone that Richard Hooper reacted as if Herb Piper's being there were an expected occurrence. Well, tell him to come in then, he called, and close that door. The damp air is getting into the house. Goodness, said Lorna. She looked this way and that in mock terror. Hurry inside, Herb Piper, she said, before the damn bear gets you. She took Herb's hand and tugged at him. And try to calm yourself, she added in a whisper. You're going to do a fine job. You mustn't let yourself be so nervous. Is this your first try at selling books? No, said Herb, a little offended. It certainly is not. Lorna gave him a doubtful look. It's no disgrace, she said. You have to start somewhere. She liked his nervousness and she liked his face, his open, no-tricks-up-my-sleeve face. I'm not pretending, said Herb. He couldn't help chuckling when he said it. I really am experienced, and in fact... I'm very good at selling books. Lorna liked this, too, this pride in his ability. 
she also liked the way that, for all his apparent seriousness, he seemed always to be laughing, chuckling, grinning. She couldn't have known that he wasn't ordinarily much of a laugher, chuckler, or grinner, that it was she who made him feel like chuckling. Lorna took his hat and umbrella from him. I can't wait to see you sell some books to my father, she said. She turned and led the way into the parlor.